Now, Jane Amelia Larson was an actress and producer living in Los Angeles. And when money got tight, she started looking around for a few extra ways to make some cash. I had some friends that were chauffeurs. You can make a lot of money, you can make really good tips. I thought, I'm going to do this. I knew a guy who was driving and he was arranging a detail for a Saudi family that was coming to town, a Saudi royal family. They wanted one female driver in particular to drive a young teenage princess. I had heard rumors that the Saudi royals tip really well if they're happy with what you do. It was a family of seven with an entourage of over 40. And that entourage included massage therapists, trainers, cooks, servants. The Saturday Royals were vacationing in Beverly Hills. Whenever people come into town, into Beverly Hills, they love to shop. Saudis just cleaned out the shops, cleaned them out. We went to Chanel and to Hermes and to Tiffany's. Hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of shopping a day. It was astounding, and what I found also remarkable is that I never saw any of the royals handle any cash, actually. The servants paid for everything. The Saudis would just choose what they liked, leave the store, and go to the next store, and then the servants would scurry to pay for everything and grab the bags and throw them into a van at the back of the limo line. At the time, I was so broke and I was so happy to have a job that I didn't think about the comparison between my condition and theirs. But as time went on, once I was working 16 or 18 hours a day, I got, I got mad because I thought, you know, here are these people with billions and billions of dollars that don't even think about what they're spending, that don't, don't have any idea, don't even, it doesn't even come into their consciousness. One of the princesses that I was assigned to drive, and I ended up driving uh, for quite a while, was Princess Rajiya, and she was a young teenager. She had her own personal maidservant, so that when she walked into the hotel, she would just drop all her clothing as she was taking it off, because there were, were maids to pick it up. She didn't do anything for herself. She didn't do anything. Now, at first, she didn't look at me or talk to me at all. Because remember, she's a Saudi royal. And I was a lowly chauffeur, and I was constantly reminded of that. As I spent more time with this young princess, she started to clock everything that I said and did. And she noticed that I had a stash of power bars in the glove compartment. And she was curious about them, and she wanted to see what they were like. So I drove her to Whole Foods with her nanny. She started to choose boxes of the power bars, a whole box of one, a whole box of another, a whole box of another. To buy just one of them loose like that was very unprincess-like. We ended up buying hundreds of dollars worth of power bars. As I said before, I never saw any of the Saudis touch money ever. So the nanny took it upon herself to teach the young princess how to use cash. So what the princess did, after all the power bars were tallied, she threw down several hundred dollar bills, and then she just walked away. 
and didn't wait for the change. And the cashier just was kind of stunned for a second and then said, excuse me, miss, uh, you gotta, there's, there's change for you. And once the princess realized that she hadn't handled the transaction correctly, she was totally mortified. And it was so painful to watch. She got so red in the face and so embarrassed. I really felt for her in that moment because she had was making a lot of effort to show that she could be just like any other American teenager. But, you know, she, she couldn't really. There is this seemingly endless cash to do anything you want. But, you know, they couldn't do anything they want. They led very carefully circumscribed lives. There was one young princess that I drove who was maybe 17 or 18 years old. Her name was Princess Soraya. She was a lovely girl, very pretty, very sweet. And she had come from a summer course at Berkeley, and she had been thrilled to be actually studying there. And as soon as she got in the car, she told me that she wanted to go see UCLA. And as we drove through the UCLA campus, she got very excited and also very sad at the same time. What was unusual about her is this was the first conversation that I had with any of the Saudi royals about anything of an intellectual nature, and she told me that she'd taken a course on the writings of Ralph Waldo Emerson. She had been thinking on Emerson's ideas that we all aspire to be part of the same God. And then she told me that she had begged her father to stay here to study at UCLA and that she was not being allowed to stay because she was being sent home to be married. She was going to be the third wife of a colleague of her father's, and she was told that he was very kind. I was very touched by her bravery, by her loyalty to her family, uh, by her insistence that she was looking forward to making her family proud, to making her family happy that that was her duty. I just admired the heck out of her. I spent the whole afternoon with her, and at the end of the day, she wanted very much to go to the beach. We parked along the Pacific Coast Highway, and we just watched the waves, and we watched the surfers, actually. It was really beautiful because they were silhouetted against the sun, and after a while, I, I said, don't you want to get out of the car? Don't you want to walk along the water or put your toes in the sand? And she said, no, no, thank you. I, I will just look. Thank you. What she did was sat in silence and sobbed as she powered the window up and down up and down, up and down, until she had composed herself, until I, I felt that we were, we were ready to move on. Thank you, Jane Amelia Larson, for sharing that story with Snap find out more about Jane's time with the Saudi princesses and a link to her book drivingthesaudis.com on our website snapjudgment.org That piece was produced by Anna Sussman with sound design by Julia DeWitt. 
You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.